My family creates music, art, and books. Please support us and check it all out. Links are in the description. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day. You know, one of the blessings that God has given me in my life is two wonderful children. Believe it or not, I uh, had always dreamed of having a son and a daughter, and that's exactly what God gave me. Just recently, I was standing out on my deck having a cigarette, and my daughter, she said that uh, we got something in the mail. And she would end up coming out. We've got plenty of light out there. And she read this letter off that she got from her school. Apparently, she is going to be getting an award for being considered one of the smartest, nicest, sweetest kids of all times whenever it comes to her school. She has received many awards. She's been in the newspaper. She has... Um, worked in concepts of art, and her art has actually ended up in books that are published. I am very, very proud of her. Anybody that's ever seen old videos with me and my son, you probably know that he's an artist. He has also moved out. He has his own home. He's got his own job. He's got a truck, and uh, he's been doing really, really well. Well, while they were growing up, I didn't have to go through a whole lot of aggravation with them. There's a lot of parents out there, whenever they're dealing with their children, they get aggravated, they get annoyed, and some parents end up resenting their own children. And I believe that's the case because a lot of them try to build a carbon copy of themselves, or you get these parents who claim to be too busy or too self-absorbed to spend any real time with their children. And I'm not just talking about taking your child to the store every once in a while or taking your child out and buying them a toy. I'm talking about actually sitting down, getting to know them as a person, try to find out what their ambitions and dreams are, what it is that's going on. And I don't think that some parents spend enough time telling their kids how important they are, how proud they are of them, how special they are as people. Anytime I see my son... Hell, I even do this for my own brother and sister. Whenever I see my brother or I see my son, I say, Hey, handsome, how you doing, you beautiful creature? And I'm constantly giving um, uplifting, edifying acknowledgement of those people that I love. And my daughter, of course, I say, Hey, beautiful. Hey, sweetie pie. Hey, awesome sauce. Yeah. And, um... My, <laughs> it's gotten to the point where my son says, why you always got to say that for? He's, uh, he's gotten a little bit snarky, uh, this year. He used to just kind of laugh and smile at all that kind of stuff, but there's a bit of a snarkiness. I think that sometimes I get him, I do that right after he's, uh, worked a job or whatever, and he's kind of tired and cranky and everything. So you get that kind of thing. But I noticed there's a lot of parents out there, whenever they were faced with uh, an energetic child or something, they would they would uh, resort to spanking the kid. They would resort to yelling on top of their lungs at a child. As where my wife and I, we're very calm, laid-back people. 
if we feel our child is doing something negative or wrong, um, which, believe it or not, our, our children have pretty much been saints and little angels all of their life. It's not to say that there hasn't been some mistakes made or that my son hasn't found himself in some goofy issues and stuff that probably shouldn't have been the case, but <clears throat> nine times out of ten, everything has been wonderful. And it's really, really helped me with my bipolar manic depression because I know that there's some parents out there where they get these little demons, these little satanic children who are screaming and yelling and feeling obligated and having expectations. The type of kids that if you take them in the store and they see something they want, they'll terrorize you throughout the entire store, yelling and screaming until you finally submit uh, to the hostage negotiation that some of these kids do. I can't tell you how many times I stood at the register getting ready to check out all my items and things that I bought, and you got some, like, mother behind you with a kid in the cart screaming and yelling. I seen a kid once um, call his mother a bitch and then throw a fucking can of green beans, one of those metal cans that you get off the shelf, at his mother's head, and it literally fucking bounced off of her head. And instead of, like... Uh, doing anything about it she that's awful you shouldn't have done that that hurts my feelings um my kids have never done anything like that but if one of my children had bounced a fucking can of green beans off of my head or my wife um we probably may have actually uh considered an ass weapon for that i've seen a lot of Parents where they just look like they're completely broke down, where they're tore down, they just don't know what to do, and their kids just fucking tearing into them and shit. It's almost as if the roles have been like um, switched up, where the kids being the the supposed adult in the household, and the parent is so like knocked down as a person, they don't even know how to respond or how to behave anymore. <clears throat> And uh, that's that's what I notice. I have a theory about why it is that our society is so screwed up nowadays. Because whenever I look at my kids, I see this moral positive framework. I taught my kids about God. I taught my brother and sister whenever they were younger about God and belief and having hope. Um, I'm not a perfect person. I've made some mistakes in my life. I've said some wrong things. I've done some stupid shit myself. I'm completely aware of that. And I think that's one of the reasons also why I've done such a good job of parenting because I wasn't one of these adults who forgot that I was a fuckhead whenever I was a kid. I never forgot what it was like to make mistakes when trying to develop and experience uh, the aging process going through is where some parents, they act like they're fucking surprised whenever their kid wants to go run around and act like a, like a fucking animal. But I've been really pleased. I've been very proud. And I thank God every single day for having such great kids. Now let's get into my theory on why it is I think that society's fucked up. As many of you have noticed, we've got people out there who are called other kin. Uh, kids who have decided, as well as young adults, who believe that they are 
Uh, they think that they're animals. Um, I'm not talking about in the same way that atheists think that they evolved from a baboon or something. I'm talking about people who actually believe that there's some kind of mystical creature. I met someone once who actually believed they were a fucking beaver. I met a guy who believed that he was a Chinese purple cat with many heads. I did an interview with a guy a while back where he, uh, I, I don't even know how to explain what it was that he thought himself to be. And he was actually convinced of this. And then there's this guy who actually works for Google, who works for a major corporation, Google, and actually goes out in front of the public, um, has written a book about being an other kin, and he actually believes he's some kind of dragon and expects people to use the pronouns when describing him as this bullshit. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely crazy. And my theory behind why there's so many people out there who can't figure out who they are inside are not able to accept either their gender or who they are as a person. There's a lot of kids out there who are not in that group, but they still don't like themselves or they're trying to find themselves and they're extremely confused. There are some people out there that hate their physicality so much even younger people, that they want to spend thousands of dollars going in and having a doctor chop them up and give them surgery. And then, of course, there's people out there who are um, what you refer to as cutters, where they, uh, for some reason, um, they take knives and sharp objects and cut their legs up and their limbs I've heard some of them say that they enjoy the pain that comes from it or it helps them deal with stress and all this shit. People who are like set to hurt themselves where instinctively most of us out there, we have this natural thing about us where we don't want to scar our body and do things. We don't want to actually do harm to ourselves or other people. But then you've got all these people out there. I've seen people who put so many piercings in their face and their body. They look like that fucking character off a of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shredder. You know, the guy that looks like a giant can opener that fights the turtles. I've seen people who have done horrible things, uh, dyeing their fucking eyeballs putting tattoos all over their face, people who have surgically made themselves look like animals, and then, of course, there's a group out there called the furries, where these are people who are not able to have sexual interaction like a normal person. They have to dress up as a fucking penguin or a chicken and then, you know, have sex with somebody who's dressed in a rabbit or fox suit. It's, I think that the reason why we're seeing a lot of this, like, um, these type of people in our society, people running around in fucking pussy hats out in the road, people dressing up like Jesus and then giving a blowjob to a banana type of thing in the middle of public parades in front of children is because we need to, we need to stand back and look at the time, the timeline of humanity and what's what has happened. Around the 60s and the 70s, um, people started going through what is referred to as a sexual revolution. Everybody was doing drugs out the ass. Um, we had really, really gotten to our industrial age. 
and a lot of teenagers and young adults were partying constantly. If you were to offer something, even if the kid didn't know what the hell it was, they just simply put it in their mouth and eat it. Um, throughout the 70s and 80s, we dealt with a massive epidemic of overdoses, people poisoning themselves, and of course, just unbelievable amount of alcoholics out there, people tearing their kidneys up and just destroying their Bible, not their Bible, but their body and their health. And as many of you know, the Bible tells us that we're supposed to take care of our temple. Obviously, looking at me, I haven't done so great at it. But there's one thing I haven't done. I haven't, like, engulfed drugs. I don't do drugs. And if I do drink, it'll be like every once in a blue moon. I don't like the taste of wine. I don't like the taste of beer. Um, I have a drink and a beer here and there. But I don't, like, overdo it. And it's not something that... uh I don't understand how somebody can sit down and just continuously drink and drink and drink until they're fucking puking or vomiting or having these kind of problems. <clears throat> I got drunk a long time ago whenever I was a teenager, um, before my friend ended up getting killed by a drunk driver. I did this one time uh, with my woman who would soon be my wife where I was at a party and I drank and drank and drank until the point where the world was spinning around me. And then I went in to try to take a shower to sober up. Unfortunately, my wife continued to turn the heat and cold up over and over. And I had just eaten half a damn pizza myself because I love me some Domino's pizza. And I ended up fucking vomiting like a sick animal all over the damn place. And I remember feeling so terrible and so awful and then waking up in the morning, laying on the fucking floor, thinking to myself, I don't want to experience this shit again. Apparently, my head felt like someone was taking a hammer to it and this was referred to as a hangover. And I'm like, man, I don't fucking need this in my life. Uh, <laughs> it's already hard enough suffering depression and trying to get up in the morning just to be able to live your life and be able to do something with yourself. I don't need that uh, to smell like dog shit after drinking all this alcohol and then on top of it waking up like that. So the point is, ladies and gentlemen, is that I think that drugs and people's um, sexual prowess throughout the 70s, 80s, all the way up into the 90s a lot of people started having children, obviously, in the 80s and the early 90s. And a lot of these uh, wild animals that we see on television and then the newspaper, you know, this massive amount of serial killers and school shootings and people who can't figure out if they're a man or a woman and all this kind of shit. It's pretty damn clear that there's something that has fucked up their chemicals their wiring and all that just look at the world around you it's it's just absolutely crazy there's people out there i was watching a jordan peterson video where he walked out of a building apparently i think that he walked out of a college or something and he was surrounded by a bunch of uh, young adults and teenage uh, excuse me 
and these people are yelling at him and they're screaming at him and he's talking in a normal respectful tone but they keep interrupting they keep asking questions and then whenever he goes to talk they tell him to shut the fuck up and then tell him what he ought to think see these these kids nowadays these young adults and shit there's something wrong with them i i think that there's a lot of them who they don't know how to socialize. That's the reason why we have so many social disorders and shit like that. These people haven't been taught to be quiet whenever a superior and a superior intelligent person is speaking. A lot of these kids nowadays actually think they're so smart that if they watch a video having to do with a science thing on YouTube that's five minutes long, they actually think that they're as smart as a fucking scientist. You got these people out here who will read a Wikipedia, a couple lines of a Wikipedia, and then all of a sudden think that they understand a scientific theory or a concept. We've got a problem, too, with not just drugs being an issue, but politicians haven't put a lot of effort and time into our school systems. The education system for a lot of kids is very low. Luckily for my kids, my son and daughter got to go to a good school. They got a good education, a proper education. But a lot of kids nowadays, especially you can tell watching some of the adults on YouTube, many of them admit, almost boast about it, almost as if they've achieved something by dropping out of school, by not wanting to be a part of it. And I can understand for some people... Um, for some people, the education system was broke, and it had nothing to offer them, and that's what they believed, and they walked. And then they would proceed to do nothing more with their life. And that's one of the reasons why you see a lot of young adults who are trying to do a business, they figure that if they do YouTube, they'll end up becoming popular and then get paid lots and lots of money. That's one of the reasons why it is that you see a lot of dumb people on the internet. Um, I think that YouTube is a lot like a church, where the church kind of has this billboard sign where it attracts sinners. It says, ah, you're a sinner. You're you know, guilty of going against the nature of God and what it is that he wants for you. You're disobedient, so come to the church. The church is filled with snakes. The church is filled with... Um, People who are filled with evil who are looking for a redemption. <clears throat> Is it no wonder why whenever you get these people on video who say things like, Oh, I went to church and there was a bunch of hypocrites and bad people there. Well, yeah, that's where fucking sinners go. That's the whole idea is for them to go get their shit fixed and uh, get purified spiritually. That's the whole point. You shouldn't expect to walk through the door and find a bunch of angels waiting for you and fucking light shooting out of their asses, making ice cream and all that for you. You should expect that whenever you go into a place where humans are wanting to do better and get fixed, that's the way it is. So yeah, I think it's because of drugs. I also uh, believe that it's a lack of effort. But I also think that there's some really good parents out there, but they're they find themselves in a, a kind of a trap, a grave that society and the government has set out for them. People who are working every fucking minute of the day, and then when they finally come home, 
They don't have the energy to spend time with their children. So their kids end up getting their attention from either social media, the internet, or through telephones. I can't go anywhere <clears throat> in this world without seeing kids sitting around with, with their heads like an ostrich in the dirt, looking at their phone constantly, tap, 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 tap. They won't stop. Because this is where they get their communication from. This is where they get their attention. This is where they get their daily injection of entertainment. They couldn't get it from their parents. They couldn't get it from grandparents and so on. So, yeah, I think it's drugs. I think it's because our education system has failed. I believe that there's a lot of parents out there who either deliberately fail because they just don't give a fuck and then there's some that want to do right by their kids but they're workaholics or they have to work like that they have to do everything they can in order to pay their bills because the economy's through the fucking roof and a lot of people have money issues so they have to sacrifice the time they could have had with their kid and going and working and of course, these same type of people, they get upset whenever their kids get older, their kids don't have an education, their kids have no training, no experience, and then boom, they can't do nothing. And then there's one other problem with the education system. Even if you have a kid who got a proper education through middle school and high school and all this, then what does the kid do if the kid does really successful how do you get them to college or a university? Well, that's really hard because they got to get a bunch of grants. They got to get a bunch of scholarships and um, they end up finding themselves in debt for the rest of their life. And then you've got another, another kid who hasn't had really any good experiences in their life, busting their ass over and over and having to pay a bunch of shit back and then not being able to afford being able to have a place to sleep, be able to have a place to live. They end up having to get roommates. They find themselves in debt. And everything's just a big fucking hamster wheel, ladies and gentlemen, is what it is. Just people getting on a wheel and just spinning along forever and ever. This system and society is just set up to destroy people. It's not set up to build people. And then our politicians have the audacity to say things like they want to bring more people into the country when we haven't done enough to help out the people that are already here. When you have that type of mentality, continue to pile up more problems and trouble and people with issues, then basically what you're saying is you don't give a rat's ass how much damage you do to the citizens that are already here, but you're also saying that you don't give a rat's ass about the people coming in either. There's obviously some kind of political front for power doing something like that. Or you want to see the world burn. You want to see society fail by continuously throwing more trouble and problems onto the, onto the pile that already is. Is it no wonder a lot of these kids are so messed up? So some people out there are going to say, Brett, what's the solution? The solution is, is that you sit down with your kids, find out if they're doing drugs, find out if they're popping acid and shit, find out why it is that little Johnny and Susie thinks it would be a good idea changing gender, ask them why they think that is, ask them to define what they think that a, a real woman ought to be or a real man, 
if you've got a little boy who wants to be a little girl, ask them why they think that would be a cool idea. It's very possible that the kid might have been watching TV and got this idea that little girls get treated better in society because of all the privileges and nice things they get. And a lot of little boys, we notice, especially me whenever I was younger, I noticed that my sister got treated a lot better. I noticed that my little cousin, Melissa, was called the princess and I was called the asshole. Well, when you see a young girl being treated so nicely and so proper as a human being, a boy may think, maybe my life would be better if I were a girl. I personally never wanted to be a girl. I didn't think that that was an interesting idea at all. I just simply figured, well, I kind of accepted my role as I'm a male, so I'm going to be the warrior in society that defends women like Tarzan. And uh, I became like the uh, patriarch of a hero, you know, type of guy, as opposed to saying, oh, I can't stand myself. I'd rather dress in a fucking penguin outfit, blind myself, and walk repeatedly into the wall until I have bruises all over my head type of deal. I think that's what it is. A lot of parents nowadays, as soon as their kid is sitting at the breakfast table and says, Mommy, Daddy, I think I want to be a little girl. Instead of sitting down and saying, uh-uh, no, you were born this way, you're beautiful just the way you are, God doesn't make junk, and explain to them the great things about being the gender that they are. Tell them what their roles are and what is expected of them and all this. Lay out the framework of what it means to be a man and what it means to be a woman. Nine times out of ten, the people who are trying to create this identity framework are not real women or men themselves. These are children who didn't grow up properly into the development of an adult, which is no wonder why they fail as a fucking parent and as a person capable of giving a framework to their own children because they didn't have one themselves. Sure, there's a lot of assholes out there who think they are a real man or a real woman and all this kind of shit. Certainly, there's a bunch of people out there who happen to be the stupidest bastards on the planet who just so happen to also think they're the smartest. And um, there's that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions or any kind of topics, I mean, I could literally go on for a 10-hour stretch talking about all these different ailments I see in society. But for me, I am proud to be a father of two wonderful children, two beautiful angels. And I really, really believe that it's mostly my wife, um, her beauty, her calmness, her stable thinking and good heart um, that is one of the main reasons. And you know what's funny? I'll sit here and I'll give my wife all these kudos for being a great mother, but she'll turn around whenever I say that and go, but honey, you're an awesome father. You're an awesome man. And you've always been there for the kids and all that. You've always yada, yada, yada. So it's like when we try to compliment each other about how great we've done as uh, people, um, we end up saying, oh, no, 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 it was you. And then the spouse goes, no, 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 it was you. 
all right, I guess we'll both, you know, accept responsibility for the great thing that God has given us and how good we've done with it kind of thing. <laughs> That's our compromise in the end. All right, so what do you guys think? What What do you think the problems are in our society? Let's talk about it. God bless. And make sure you check out my podcast. Um, make sure you click follow and uh, rate my stuff and... Uh, you know, you can call in at any time and ask me to talk about certain things or what is my opinion about things. You can even request music you'd like to be played on my radio station. All right, God bless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. Did you know that atheist Joseph Stalin killed between 60 and 80 million people. If you were to look at the math and the statistics, you would find that he killed more people than all of the religions combined over the years. That includes Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, and even paganism. One single atheist dictator killed more than all of the religions combined. If you subscribe to my channel, I will not only show you what this one atheist did, but I'll be more than happy to educate you on the many atheists who had political power who almost destroyed our world. My family creates music, art, and books. Please support us and check it all out. Links are in the description.